It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is a 29-year veteran with Coldwell Banker located in sunny Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. Hey, I have a question for you. Have you ever had anybody that you know or heard about anybody you know who bought a house with Bitcoin? No. (laughs) Seeing that I barely know what it is, I've heard what it is. Yeah. No. Okay. But I know it's rumored out there that, will that be a possibility? I don't know. I don't know if it's possible, but sure enough, Bitcoin has got everybody's attention these days. Now, Bitcoin is a digital currency, meaning it's basically created from a computer. It's bits and bytes. It doesn't really have anything behind it, per se. It doesn't have the strength of an economy behind it and so on. No gold behind it. No gold, nothing. There's really nothing behind it. Really, one of the main features of Bitcoin is that there's a limited quantity because they're not generally easy to make. You can make them slowly. So one of the facets of a currency is this idea that, hey, if the government continues to print its money, print, 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 then it's going to lose its value and will create inflation over time. But if you can control the quantity of money out there, then some people think that it's a better kind of currency. Very, very controversial, very, very volatile. But you have your believers and your disbelievers, for those who believe in it, Generally, they love being in the digital arena where they feel they can kind of hide from governmental prying eyes. Right, right. Pretty interesting. There's something here where somebody stockpiled several million dollars worth of this currency. It's also the same that, you know, they stockpile their food. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. So, well, you know, the other thing too, of course, is that the price of Bitcoin has skyrocketed from, you know, practically next to nothing five years ago to about $4,000 per coin. Wow. And when you, you know, if you started off with a thousand bucks in it, you've made so much money. It's, it's kind of obscene. So to stockpile millions of dollars when they probably only initially cost you a couple thousand, I don't know if that's impressive or not, but The bottom line basically is that there are a lot of people out there, people that I respect, that are saying Bitcoin is nothing more than a bubble. As a matter of fact, Jamie Dimon, the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, who is someone I respect quite greatly, said it was absolutely a worthless currency, absolutely a bubble. And he said that anybody in his company that traded it would be immediately fired. (laughs) So... Be very, very careful out there. I'm not saying Bitcoin is or isn't. I don't think I'm smart enough to know. It's a very, very early. But if someone wants to buy your house with Bitcoin. Don't come to me. (laughs) (laughs) My advice is make sure that the day they pay you is the day you can actually sell them and convert them back into dollars. Okay. (laughs) That's my sentiment on that. All right. So let's get to some other questions here. I have a question for you here, Terry. Why should buyers think twice about asking sellers to make repairs to the home for defective items that were discovered during the inspection? (laughs) I I love when you tell us your story. (laughs) I'll give you an example. Just recently, I went to contract back in May and we're closing 
in October. So there's a long period of time. The buyer asked the seller to take care of certain items, including roof leaks. So it sounded like a great idea because the buyer's thinking, well, the seller should take care of these items right away. It'll be you know four months before we close, get the roof leaks fixed. But what happened is the seller didn't take care of the roof leaks mm-hmm. until just recent. So now we've had a hurricane come through. The situation's a lot worse. Wow. Wasn't done right. Done by an unlicensed roofer. Yeah. So it's just made the, you know, the situation a lot worse. The buyer's saying, I'm not going to buy this house. There's no warranty by this unlicensed roofer mm. because it wasn't spelled out clear enough you know, that it had to be licensed, insured, yeah. warranties, transferable. You know, and, and when you're dealing with a higher-end property and people in respectable professions, you would think they would do the right thing and hire a professional roofing company that's licensed and insured to do work on the house. You know what this reminds me of, if I may interrupt here really quickly? Sure. So when you lease a car, you have to return the car with tires with a certain amount of tread. Right. Right? It has to have like three sixteenths. And Erica, my producer, is giving me a weird look like, where are you going with this? (laughs) And so, you know, let's face it, you know, you wait until the very last minute. Your tread is way down. You've got to turn the car back in. So do you go out and buy a whole new set of tires, brand spanking new, and give the new owner of that lease, yeah, you know, that's basically 40,000 yeah. miles? No. You go to the place up the street and you look for the same kind of tire and you look for the tread that's just there at the 330 seconds. <laughs> and that's what you put on the car. Not that I've ever done that, mind you. I'm not sure you know, why I know I, so I'm much about it. I'm glad you're sharing that idea because I like it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I've it's the same it. kind of concept. So, you know, yeah. when deals fall apart and there's issues, it always comes down to the repairs. It's so much easier just to take credits and not get involved yeah. having sellers make repairs. You want control over the process. I think that's the bottom line. Right. You give up control. And it's like we did a segment a few weeks ago on flippers, buying a house from a flipper. You know, there isn't a lot of incentive for them to put in the best stuff and get the best, you know, result because, you know, they've got some economic issues that they have to deal with in terms of how much they bought it for, how much they have to pay to fix it up, and then how much they have to sell it for. So be careful when you're buying from flippers. And in this case, maybe it's not such a great idea to let the seller make the repairs. We are out of time. My guest, as always, is Terry Story. 29-year veteran with Caldwell Banker located in Boca Raton, Florida, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks for joining us, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. And to hear more about these issues and to hear Terry's story as much as you would like, we all love to hear her, don't forget to go to the website, which is stevepomerantz.com.